I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What's going on? It is Wednesday nights. It is 9 p.m. right here at DDPRadio.com, which means another uh, thrill-packed episode of DDP Radio. Was that too strong of a... Putting it over, we can't possibly live up to that, can we, Robert? No, no, we actually cannot. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's just you and I right now. Is that correct? Uh, well, I think maybe Hayden's on. Hayden, are you there? Hello. Hello. Ah, there we go. We, How are we doing? We thought you might have fallen asleep, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was having a little trouble connecting for some reason. Oh, but cool. I'm here. All right. I'm good. Awesome. And uh, before we go, well, Stacey Morris is off tonight. She's got a couple weeks off. She uh, had a couple irons in the fire, and she's got some things she's working on. So uh, she should be back with us next week. And, of course, uh, we have the man all the way from across the pond uh, staying up late with us again. Uh, just got back from the DDP Yoga Performance Center. You might have seen him on the app, on the website, on the Facebook. He's been all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, the director of certification, Mr. Hayden Walden. How are you, man? I'm doing very well. Doing very well, indeed. How are you? Uh, Good, very good, man. And uh, of course, we have uh, the, uh, the the DDP Radio Hall of Famer. He's been here since episode number one. Uh, of course, we're talking about the one, the only, the legend himself, Robert McLaren. How are you, brother? Uh, still good, you know. Still uh, here <laughs> after six. I actually haven't left this chair in six years, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, <laughs> we're, do you want to go there? We'll just hit that real quick. Yeah, I guess. Just, yeah, uh, sure. Give it, go give it a heads up. Um, Hayden, we, 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 we didn't consult you on this because this was kind of like a last-minute thing, but, you know, Robert's been That's doing the show for six years now, and, uh, he, you know, first of all, within the DDP Yoga universe, you know, we got a lot of amazing stories, but Robert doing the show for six years, he's very busy. Uh, I think he's going to take a few uh, a little time off um, to kind of recharge, recharge his batteries a little bit, get some work done outside of uh, DDP radio because we know he has a full schedule. But he's going to check back in with us, uh, you know, every few weeks occasionally. But Robert mm-hmm. desperately needs some time off. And uh, so I'm going to be taking over the uh, technical aspect of things on uh, Robert's stuff, uh, which I will probably drive the ship right into an iceberg. But, you know, Robert, six years is a long time. Look, how many episodes have you done of this thing? Um. I think it's what what 280 I think that's insane that's insane yeah. but you know 
when you guys, when you and Dallas first started this show, like you, there was a few guys that first got on this, you know, podcasting wasn't even the thing. This was kind of just like an out there niche that like, you know, some people were kind of doing and it wasn't yeah. even really a thing. Yeah, this was before like Jericho and Austin and all those guys got onto it. It was just something that I think uh, I want to say Helms was doing his at the time, but it was just kind of like, you know, it, it nobody did it. I, actually, no, yeah. I know who got us onto it was RVD because he had just started his. That's when he was still doing mm-hmm. his show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was God. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. And, and Robert, we know you. You've, we've had. So many different guests on this show, from Edge to Chris Jericho to Zack Ryder, like so many people. You know, we've interviewed a lot of people, and uh, you know, I, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how good of a show you do or how amazing of a job it is. After that many episodes, it's kind of you know you got to take a step back a little bit, kind of recharge your batteries a little bit, and that's what you're doing. And of course, uh, as the godfather of this whole you know thing that you've built over these years, those 280 episodes. Uh, you know, I, we really appreciate all you've done because I know for a long time you didn't have time to do this, but you came in every Wednesday night and uh, dealt with my bullshit, <laughs> amongst other things. And, uh, you know, you're always there and always dependable for this kind of stuff, even though you had zero time to do this. Okay, that's why I've always looked at. Uh, I de- depended on, on Stacy and you and Sparky when he was here to kind of set the groundwork for the show. And so, I, you know, especially... Uh, when we first exploded around the time that the Arthur video went viral. I mean, it was, I would have enough time to do the show and then go back to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people don't, you know, realize the amount of things you do around here because, you know, you're kind of a guy in the background. You're not at the performance center on video all the time, but, you know, what you do is the backbone of the con- company. And, um, you know, you're, you're on call 24 hours a day, basically. When you're needed, you're there. And, uh, you know, you've got, you've got kids, you've got, you know, you've got a life outside of this. And, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's good that you're kind of stepping back and taking care of yourself a little bit. Uh, although I'm sure you're going to replace this Wednesday night time with more time to do other stuff for the company. Yeah, I'll probably be, yeah, I'm sure I'll find something else to, uh, to, to fill that time, uh, or, or Dallas will. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But, but you're going to check back in with us, uh, you know, every once in a while. And, uh, we just want to put that out there real quick because uh, Robert's an invaluable member of the show and, of course, the uh, community. And he's the front-runner of the show. He started this whole thing back in the day. And uh, thank you so much for uh, putting up with my bullshit an hour a week every Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually the real story is that they couldn't pay me enough to keep doing it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. Some things aren't give... worth it. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't give me Mike Mullins hazard price pay, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Katie's been trying to get that for years. Yeah, well, I thought she got. I thought she got disability for, for you. <laughs> uh, no, it's like it's kind of like a it's kind of a make a wish kind of like you know kickback from the government like equal opportunity uh, thing. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> but uh, she, she's on her way up north right now. Uh, she, she's leaving tonight. She's staying at her parents, and then her and her mom are driving back up to New Hampshire for ten days for a little vacation to go visit home, and it's her grandfather's seventieth birthday and stuff. So uh, she's off to do that, and I'm like, you know, I'm a bit concerned, you know, like kind of like when an outdoor cat, get, I mean, an indoor cat gets outside and realizes how awesome it is on the outdoors. <laughs> she's gonna be like, wow, I'm free. Yeah, that was insane. That that because that was gonna be like, you know, because the, the the amazing thing about it is that she comes back when she leaves, and I don't quite get that, but you know. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to calculate how long Stockholm syndrome takes to wear off. So hopefully she'll be back before <laughs> that's all out of her system. 
But mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> um, Hayden, I want, we got to hit Hayden real quick because if you guys have seen Hayden on the uh, the DDP Radio app, or DDP Yoga app, uh, he had a workout, and I didn't get the live workout, but I actually saw clips from the video. And man, you're crushing it over there, and you're so comfortable in front of the camera. And I've had several people tell me how awesome of a job they thought you did over there. Um, and how was your trip, man? You were all over the place. I saw you popping up all over the place. Uh, it was mind-blowing to start with. Uh, I think that's the easiest way to say it. Um, thank you for saying I look comfortable in front of the camera because I was scared to death. Um, the wow. first live workout was, wow. Just If you take everything that you do as an instructor anyway, I mean, I've, I've done... Straightforward classes, I've done one-off corporate jobs. I've taught in front of DDP at the work, um, at the retreat. And then suddenly you're told you're doing a, a live app workout. It, it changes the whole thing. It just amps everything up by another three or four million times. It's quite impressive. The heart rate didn't go down for a long time. Um, but yeah, it was quite interesting to see everything in action, see how the live workouts are done, see the production crew in action, see what they get up to while they're doing the live workouts. I actually did two. There are two archives on the app now. So there's the uh, the sweating and swearing one, which I did on the Monday, and then I did a level one based workout on Friday. And both are, you know, you, you don't realise quite how busy the production team are as well in the background. I had no idea what was going on. When you watch a live app workout, the cameras are there, you're watching what's going on, you're doing it at home, it's awesome. But then you've got to remember that each camera's run by somebody. And you know, <laughs> there's Garrett normally in the main TriCaster room telling everybody exactly which camera's going to be used for what position. And it's all done there and then, it's all done live. Um, so it's great to be part of that. Yeah, those um, guys do an amazing job, and, and they're really, really good at it. They really do. I mean, Chris, um, obviously, then you've got Nathan and Matt down to John Trailer as well, and like I said, Garrett's there, Dylan's there, all working as part of the production team throughout the live stuff. Everything that's yeah, come together, call- it's not just that as well. Yeah, so I call Chris, Chris the, uh, the general because he... He's everywhere. He knows exactly what's going on, and and he knows exactly where everyone should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're talking. they're super talented. Oh, go ahead, Caden. No, I was going to say I completely agree with exactly what Robert just said because he he's everywhere. He did. There's a still photo shoot that he did when we had McFoley pop down, um, and there are some stills from them and with me as well that he did. So some still photos. He videoed lots and lots of stuff. He was directing the left, right, and center with all the videos with the still photos. If you ever wanted anything doing, he was the one that you go to to find out when and where when it comes to videoing photos. Yeah, they're they're incredibly talented, and and people don't realize the kind of magnitude that these you know these workouts are. You know, they do the, these so regularly, and they're always on the app and up. And you know, people I'm sure some people just assume they're just pointing an iPhone at something but they're they're so you know they got such a professional setup and those guys are so good at what they do and uh they're not just 
you know, interns they hired off the street and taught how to run a camera. Like that's their, their job. That's their, their profession, their livelihood. And they're, they're great at what they do. And it's, it's a demanding job, especially live broadcasting. That's, 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 you know, we got one take, you got one chance to get it right, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, that, that for me was the pressure. Having one take, one chance, you know, mm-hmm. As I said, it's one thing to stand there in front of your own class that you've been seeing every single week. Every mm-hmm. single week, every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day you see them, you know these people. You uh, you screw up your lines, so to speak, it's not a problem. But as soon as you screw something up on the app, it's going out mm-hmm. live to you have no idea how many people are watching that. I had no idea well, that- until I turned Facebook on and later on and found it like maybe 40, 50 different messages. <laughs> yeah, and those are just the people that wrote it, too. Like, yep. And, and when you're in the performance studio, it's got to be intimidating to lead a workout to begin with, but then you realize that you've got to be on the camera and you've got to be do this right. And you, you know, it's a whole different level of pressure that, you know, yep. you've been doing this in front of a classroom full of people. You know, it's a whole different atmosphere and, and a totally different uh, set of expectations. So, uh but man, you yeah. really nailed it. I, I, I've seen a lot of things from it, and I've seen people just, you know, you know, put you over. They're really raving about how well you did. And uh, I'm sure when you get down That's to Atlanta, awesome. you know, for good, I'm sure you're going to be a regular part of that crew too. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, sweating with you from here. Mm. Thanks, man. That was good. That was very, very good. <laughs> a lot of fun. And uh, um, you, you took, you got the perfect time to go down there too, because. Uh, you guys, I'm just going to put this over real quick. You guys went to uh, see Guns N' Roses at the, at the stadium down there. How insane was that show, man? Um, that was a lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. That was, if, if you go back to 1991 and me being a little kid, and Use Your Illusion albums were the only albums I owned on CD as a kid, and then I got Appetite, and then I, you know, obviously built a wider variety as I grew, but Guns N' Roses were my own band for a long time. And oh, yeah. Kind of like everyone in the world, you never thought, realistically, you never thought you would see Slash, Axel, and Duff on the same stage again. We, oh, God, no. Yeah, exactly. We knew Adler would probably not manage to do much mm-hmm. with his unfortunate situation. Is he straddling? Yeah, okay. He's dependent on whether he's actually going to tour again or not. So just to say that I've actually seen those three on the same stage, communicating between the three of them, laughing, smiling, having a good time. (laughs) Axel was on time. He came on, he was smiling the whole way through the show. There wasn't a bum note from anybody in the band throughout the entire gig. It was outstanding. And they played for close to three hours. Well, just to see—I yeah. mean, just to see Axel and and Slash on the same stage again is something that, that yeah. as a fan, you thought was never going to happen again. Yep. Yep. Completely. Uh, the, the fact that this even happened is—I think I, I've told you guys both my connection to Guns N' Roses. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I—I uh, I, uh, you know, I lived with uh, their keyboardist who was up there at the show, Dizzy Reed, when I first went yep. out to L.A. when he was in the middle of his divorce and stuff, and. Uh, you know, just being around that situation, and I, and I've toured with Adler and done done shows with Adler, who is the biggest sweetheart of a guy, and wanted nothing more than this experience that he's had these past couple of weeks. 
um, you know, going on the show. And it was just honestly seeing the pictures of him just beaming, knowing how much that meant to him was just, it was amazing because I could feel like, you know, he's been legit sober. There's been some questions in the press and stuff, but I, I know several people around him and he's been legitimately uh, clean for several years. And I know that this kind of made everything all worth it and all the hard work for him. Um, and we'll get back to the DP radio stuff in just a second. But uh, when I, I remember I was uh, probably around what, 2003, maybe 2002. I don't remember exactly when, but I was, uh, I was driving Adler uh, to a gig and I had uh, his guitar player in the back and him in the front seat. And uh, I had the radio on, we had a rock station on and the velvet revolver, um, the, the, the new single that just broke out, the false pieces one came on the radio. And as oh, soon yeah. as the first guitar, the first guitar riffs hit, he goes, that's slash. Right. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, what song is this? And I, I hit, filled him in. It's the velvet revolver thing. And he's like, he sounded really good, but he had just like a sadness around his face because I could feel like you could tell he was bummed he wasn't asked to be a part of it because it was Duff and Slash and like the GNR guys. So I legitimately felt bad for the guy because he is such a sweetheart of a guy. You go up to him and he gives you the biggest hug. He doesn't know who you who the hell you are. Just gives every one of his fans that come up to him the hugest hug. Just a sweetheart of a man. And it's really great to see is like him conquer these demons and have that moment up there with the band yeah. that. You know, knowing what I know was probably the most improbable thing in music. Um, yeah. So it's it's amazing that all of that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, not only has it happened, it looks so good. They they mm-hmm. you could understand it if they were doing um, the typical we've been paid to do this kind of thing on stage of walking mm-hmm. out, not to yeah, they're cashing it. in, yeah. Yeah, but no, they were. There was some good communication going on, and I don't know. I, I've heard so many horror stories about seeing GNR in the past that Axel's not been on form, that the band have not been on form. There have been bum notes and problems left, right, and centre. And you know, about four songs in, they did "Welcome to the Jungle," and he did his usual open to "Welcome to the Jungle," which I won't repeat on the radio, but stream <laughs> that. And it made 80,000 people in the Georgia Dome understand that he can still do this. He's oh, pretty yeah. good. Um, nice. And I- there was no bitching and moaning. You know, he didn't go off on long rants like he used to. It was just music from beginning to end. And like I said, three mm. hours. I was blown by the end of it. <laughs> I didn't sang me every lyric. Oh yeah, I mean that that's a that three hour show is is hard and that because you know Axel I don't know how he is now but when you know when I used to see him like back in the day he was all active on the stage like I know he broke his leg oh, yeah. so I don't know if he's as active but they work hard out there and um, oh yeah I I, I talked to uh, their their uh, tour manager who's uh, you know on Facebook and stuff because she's always up late after the gigs and I'll hit him up and originally <laughs> it was supposed to be five separate planes to five separate buildings to, you know, they were all doing their own, but they're really enjoying this time together and they're getting along better than anyone thought they could be. And I was saying to him, I'm like, well, the guns and roses thing ended when they were 28 years old. They've never known the grown up versions of each other. And of course, at 28 years old, when you've got the drugs and money, you know, flowing, you're mm-hmm. going to be an asshole. But you know, now that they've probably matured a little bit, you know, people have cleaned up and, you know, in their 50s, you know, they're realizing they like each other again. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. So that was, again, you know, you fly out to go and do some work at the performance center and you're seeing Linda Rose's midweek as well. That was 
another extraordinary experience. And well yes. worth it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you came at a great time. There was a lot of stuff happening that week. Uh, Mick Foley came in. Uh, I saw that picture yep. of you, you you guys in there. And how amazing does Mick look? Oh, my God. I, again, another bucket list. Straight away, ticked off. I managed to meet someone I looked up to for a very long time. He looks incredible. Um, he was incredible. The way uh, he was putting over DDP yoga, um, for what it's done for him, just the little things that he's noticed in his life, not just the weight loss, the little things that um, he was saying it's improved his own wind. So he compared it to his rumble entrance in 2012 and how blown up he was in 2012, and it took him about three or four days to recover. And then he said, now he came out of mania and he'd been doing DDP yoga for four months and he felt the same kind of I'm getting gassed quickly but he took maybe two or three seconds within the ring just to gather his breath and he was back to normality it wasn't three four days worth of recovery time just from a, mm-hmm. a four or five minute spot in the ring so yeah he and that's pretty epic great. yes because I mean Mick is not a guy that's ever really been a workout guy. No, no never, no. He always, even like in his best, in, in his in his in his peak, you know, physical condition, like he, you know, he was kind of skinny, but he was never really a body. He was always kind of had that midsection. And I went, you know, we went to a show here in Raleigh, Katie and I, last year, and uh, I was I got some uh, some you know stuff for the show like a little promo thing for Mick and you know Dallas told me to go tell Mick something and I was texting Dallas so I went back there and and Mick spent about two hours with us just chatting with Katie and I and uh, who's that uh, oh, what's his name uh, Johnny Fabulous not Johnny Fabulous uh, from Survivor I can't remember what his name is Johnny Fairplay uh, was back yeah. yeah was back there and we were all just you know shooting the shit chatting and stuff and he was just such a good guy and like I you know I was like you gotta get on the DDP yoga thing but like so many people have been you know poking at him about it for years and you know Dallas would get on him and he'd be like yeah I'll do that I'll get on that but I realized how rough of shape he was and how hard it was to watch when I saw him get up after we were talking and he needed two people on the side of him to get him out of the chair and that's when it all kind of reality set in and realized this isn't just about a guy needing to lose some weight like he's he's not well right now and it's really good to kind of see him do this Well, yeah. I mean, just, uh, just just for a regular person to take that Undertaker bump off the top of the cage would be would be in that position. He had to do a career of of things like that. Oh my God! Like when, you know, when he first broke in down in uh, down in TBS, the Atlanta the, the studios there, uh, he'd take that bump where they'd throw him off the ropes, and he'd take the flat bump. He'd miss the entire mat and hit the floor. You know, he'd be doing yeah. that every night, and finally the promoters like brother save those for the big shows you know but that's what he knew because you know mick was very honest with himself he knew that he didn't have the body to be the the biggest you know uh baby face you know good looking you know white meat star of the uh of the of the promotion he knew that he needed to make himself stand out and that's how he did it and he knew the consequences that he was he was he was going to face when he actually you know hung them up and uh when we talked to him down in Raleigh, he said, I always knew the consequences of what I was doing. And I knew that this day would come knowing how I feel right now and knowing the place I am in my life. 
I wouldn't have done the same. I wouldn't have made those sacrifices. And uh, it's really cool that he, he's kind of realized that, you know, he, he has to do something because he's got young kids still. He's got a lot of life left to live. And his quality of life is basically up to him at this point, you know. Putting in the work mm-hmm. with DDP Yoga is going to change things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was not the man that I expected to see. When people were talking about me Foley coming in, you have no idea quite how what he's going to be like in terms of physicality. Um, but like you say, you've seen him through his entire career. I watched Hell in a Cell. I watched the infamous I Quit match. I watched the, mm-hmm. the bumps that he's taken that have just, everybody else takes a safe looking bump and he'll just flat back from the ring apron straight down without a problem. Um, and you kind of think, yeah, okay, this guy's probably six foot four. He might walk with a limp. He might be struggling. He might be bent with his back, scooped over, etc. But when he got there, yeah, there's definite pain somewhere within sort of his hip area. But actually, everything else was fine. And he wow. said the other part was that when he started doing the yoga, he was somewhere in the region of six foot one. And now he's six foot three again. Wow. So That's, that's amazing. How, how do you explain that? That's, that's DDP yoga magic for you. That's straightening your spine. That's elongating yeah, your spine. Yeah, what does he always say? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always says elongate that spine. And, you know, that's what it does when you just, when mm-hmm. your posture is so bad and you're not into that stretching of stuff. And, you know, especially as you get older and the injury stuff, your, your, uh, your spine starts to compound and, you know, you know, just that, that's part of life. But, you know, there's got to be something to that because, you know, look at Mick and, I mean, physio- physiologically, it makes sense, you know, the elongation of the spine and, you know, stretch, stretching that out and keeping things, you know, tight there, not letting those, like, uh, vertebrae kind of collapse on each other. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, God only knows how much damage he's done to his body to, as well. I mean, like uh, Hayden said, he's he's, he's got to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. And he's such a likable guy, too. I remember... I was at the uh, the NWA Fan Fest this weekend, and uh, we had a great time. And I actually we were talking to, uh, to 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 Cornette about um, about Mick. Uh, Stacy had just started uh, DDP Yoga. Uh, Jim's wife uh, Dallas had given it to them in Louisville, and she had just started it recently. And I was telling him about Mick Foley and stuff. And he said the thing is, like Mick Foley would like get that wow factor, but he was such a likable guy, and you know the fans could see how likable he is that it almost worked against him because when he had those matches with the rocks and the rock and he was scrambling on his brains with a chair shot, like the fans weren't like cheering it. They were like, come on, Mick, you don't have to do this. You know, he had that genuinely that empathy and that love from the fans where when they see him getting scrambled with that chair, it's almost like they don't want to see that. Like, I mean, you know, we liked you. Don't do this. You don't need this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Speaking of which, uh, Mike, remind me, there's someone, uh, I can't, uh, I'll put a name out there yet, but we've got someone new on DDP Yoga. Remind me off the air and I'll tell you who that is. Oh, Ooh. all right. Now I'm, in, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, you should be intrigued too there, uh, uh, Hayden. So, yeah, if you want to hit me up too, I'll tell you who that is. I can't, I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, have some information on that in the coming months. But, uh, yeah, you guys are going to pop out of it. Cool. All right. I might uh, have a slight hint, but I'll I'll, I'll hit you up. <laughs> it, it, it's it's Kenny G, isn't it? 
<laughs> you figured it out. It's it's definitely Kenny. Kenny it's, it's, you know, carrying around that soprano sax all these years just, you know, ruins the spine. <laughs> Uh, and so, but um, yeah. Going back to the trip, I mean, obviously, I've done the live workouts. I've met Mick. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Scott Hall, which was fantastic. Again, from the kid wrestling fan, that's another one ticked off the list. But also the amount of different things that were happening within the performance center. So. Um, the important thing that I want to mention is, uh, if, if you didn't see it, was uh, DDP over in the park in Smyrna. That was a, a free event that they were running, and, and they're going to continue running, I think, through the summer, which is just taking a stage down to uh, Food Truck Tuesday. I have to be careful how I say that. Uh, food Truck Tuesday down in the park, and they set up a stage for Dallas, and um, anyone with the yoga mat can just go and join in. Um, oh, wow. The first time they did it, they got about 43 people doing it. This time they got around 53 in blazing heat in like 98 degree heat. It was kind you know, similar to in the retreat. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because years ago, before YRG Fitness became DDP Yoga, Dallas used to do uh, uh, workouts in the park every week when he was in, in California, it was like, you know, him, uh, he would go there. Mm-hmm. Like he did that for forever, but yeah, he did it in, in the park down there for God, for a long time. And a uh, mm-hmm. play of this play of Vista park in, in California. It's where he used to do it. Yeah. I remember seeing stuff from that. And that's the cool thing too, because, you know, GDP yoga as amazing as it is. Um, and, and as much as it helps people, you know, as he's running a business, and, and if, it, if it's not doing well, he can't continue to run his business. And the whole DDP Yoga business model has been basically built off of people telling people, telling people, and having people try it. And that's the biggest thing that gets people to kind of be lifelong DDP Yoga people. So people will come to that park, go, I'm going to go see DDP Diamond Dallas Page and go work out. But the biggest selling point for DDP Yoga is getting on the mat and then realizing what it does. Like, you can I can tell somebody all day how amazing it is, and they got on the mat, and that's where they're sold. And uh, you know it's great for them because they get a free workout with DDP in the park, but it's also great for the company because people are experiencing what everyone else is seeing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's such a great atmosphere. You know, it, it was just a, an hour and a half turn up. I did the diamond dozen warm up for everybody. Dallas came along, did the um, full workout. It's not an overly challenging workout. It was a, a, an accessible workout because we've got people there that have never done it before. We've got a lot of regulars as well that turned up. People who go to the performance center on a regular basis came along. But, you know, they brought people with them. They brought friends with them just to come and try it because it's there. It's happening. It's outside. It's different. And after you finish, there's all the food trucks around, so you go and find them to eat. Brilliant. What a wonderful combination. That was that was another highlight was doing that and meeting so many people. Well, and and that's that's cool. Just you know, mm-hmm. you know, bringing in new people and it's in and you guys, you know, the company in a whole has really kind of been uh, you know welcomed into the community down there. They've become very close to the mayor, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they've really been accepted in the community and doing these. 
you know, things in the park and stuff, you know, a lot of the, the, the performance centers is based on, on people coming to the, to the, uh, to the building. And they've got a lot of local people that show up there. And it's really cool that they've become such, you know, uh, an important part of the community down there. It gives, uh, you know, it's good for both parties. Yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful out. Like I, I, I tell people all the time in the summertime, there's nothing like doing a GDP yoga session outside. You know, on like a, on a nice day with a nice breeze, getting out there in the sunshine. And you know, sometimes you know, in the summer it's hard to get out when it's really, really hot. But man, if you can get outside and do a GDP yoga session on outside, there's, there's nothing better than that. And uh, it's really cool that they're able to do that. And we did that in Mexico, as both of you guys know. And yeah. uh, just you know, brings it to the level leather, level the lever, different experience. And uh, easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do this for a living. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Happens to all of us. But, um, but yeah, you know, Hayden, that was. I'm so glad you were able to come back down and uh, and when you did, and I can't wait for you to come back. Over here, and when you get down here next time, Katie and I are gonna make sure we're gonna get down there and uh, and see you yep. and Laura because you know you guys are great. Um, but uh, can't wait for you guys to get down here for uh, for good. It'd be just... good. It'd be good to get over and see everyone again. And you know, I mean, we we had Jim and Courtney York pop down to say hello, and obviously everyone down in Smyrna that we already know was there. Um, but it's always nice when people pop in just to say hello, just to. You know, you put a post out on Facebook. I'm struggling to talk as well. Put a post out on Facebook to say that we were going to be in Smyrna on this date. And three or four people hit me up straight away saying, we'll try and get down, try and say hello. And even whether I'm there or not, I encourage everyone from the family to at least go down, go to Smyrna and go to the performance center because it's awesome. You never know well, who's going to be just... there when you pop in for a class. That's true. There's always some, like... Everyone who ever goes there has an experience, like, look who showed up. And, you know, that's part of the fun of it. You know, you go in there and, you, you know, anything can happen. You know, the connections that the company has, like, on any given day, anybody can be there. So that kind of makes it a little fun, too. And uh, yeah. I know that you went down there and people came to see you, which is kind of weird because whenever I announce that I'm going to be in state, everyone's all of a sudden leaving the state, which I don't know if I should take that yeah. personally or what. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure I it has nothing say- to do with you as a person. I'm just pretty sure it's sure not. If you're coming down to Smyrna when we're there, just give me about 10 days' notice because I can book a flight <laughs> going somewhere else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I hate all of you. Every single one of you. <laughs> you I, I, don't know why, I, don't know, I don't know why you guys don't like me as much as I like me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the clue is in the sentence. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, Katie always gives me a hard time. She's like, like, she'll like give me, she'll say something to me. I'm like, if you don't do this for me now, I'm gonna jump off the balcony. She goes, you love yourself way too much to do a thing like that. <laughs> yeah, she's got a point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, we got a lot of things coming up. And first of all, I want to talk about this real quick because I just had a call with DDP uh, a couple days ago. Uh, we were chatting for a little bit, and he's got the, he just released the video. He was telling me about all about the university. Uh, the Alabama uh, football team, and he's been working out with them, and they've all been doing the DDP yoga and have become really big fans. And if you go on the DDP yoga Facebook page, uh, Robert and uh, Hayden probably have more of a backstory on this than I do. Uh, they put together a really good reaction video, and um, the team, uh, you know, kind of reacting to DDP, giving them a little pep talk. Mm-hmm. And they've been incorporating DDP yoga into their whole, you know, 
workout plan, which is originally kind of what he developed this for, was the athlete and the recovery time and him dealing with his own recovery. And it's been kind of the part of the program that, you know, you don't hear a lot about because it's helped so many people with the weight loss and those stories are out there. But I can't tell people enough that if you're an athlete, especially, you know, impact athlete or whatever, that this is such a vital part of your sport career. Um, The flexibility is going to keep you, you know, from being injured as long or injured at all. And I think it's part of the, uh, the whole program that hasn't completely released or, you know, reached its full penetration in the market. Because I think once people see, what this can do for the athlete is going to be universally accepted in the sports world. Yeah, yeah. The, the video yeah. you're talking about is actually on uh, on Dallas's page. It's the Virginia football team. Um, mm-hmm. It's on his Facebook page, and the video that you watch, if you go on there now and click and watch it, you see um, a video within a video. So the first video, the big video, is Dallas doing a video that he sent to the Virginia football team, and then the one inside is actually their reaction to seeing him because every day I think it's either every day or every other day like once every other day or whatever within their workout system they do diamond cookers or cookers like diamond as part of their training routine um, so yeah the footage that you see is they're waiting for diamond cutter to come on screen and then Dallas pops up and you see his video and their reaction at the same time it's, it's all inspiring it's brilliant yeah, and and you you talk about how it was developed for uh, uh, you know for Dallas and recovery and athletes and everything. That always makes me laugh because I get so many people that that uh, customer questions saying, "Hey, I, I understand this was developed for weight loss, but can I use it to gain weight?" And I'm like, "It was never developed for weight loss. <laughs> it no. works really well for that, but that's not why it was developed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean, he he he's open with that. He'll he he's the first person to say in all his interviews, I never developed this from weight loss. But it's one of those things that you when you know, once you kinda of put it together and you realize, you know, a lot of uh, severely overweight people can't do the impact running or can't do the you know, it's, you know, the the cardio and stuff to the point because, you know, the knees are bad or the, the feet are bad or you know, a lot of weight is kinda of hard to do that kind of thing. But when you have the no impact and you can kind of like grow within your D D P yoga practice it made sense for people who are overweight to kind of embrace that, but it was built for the athlete and it was built for his recovery time. And I know with several wrestlers, I know several, you know, athletes have done this program and it changes their game, not just with recovery, but preventative injuries because, you know, Hayden, I know you're, you're extremely active and, you know, this will save your ass in sport. Um, and, yeah, the flexibility alone will prevent you from getting injured more often than not. Oh, yes. It, three, four weeks ago, two weeks before we flew out to Atlanta, I I did a very stupid thing, and I took a bit of a fall. Um, 36, nearly 37 years old, I decided to show off in front of my friend's children by throwing my wife, who is lovely and gorgeous, I threw over my shoulders, in a fireman's carry, and went to run around on a kid's playing field with it. And I missed my step, my knee popped, and I fell and went really badly down and compressed my lower back. Now, let's just talk about before DDP yoga. If I'd have done that before DDP yoga, number one, I probably wouldn't have gone to see a chiropractor because I wasn't advised by anyone to ever go and see a chiropractor. 
Garros and Doc are always talking about going to the chiropractor to get real life. Number two, the length of time that injury, the muscle spasms and the lower back compression would have held me back, would probably be close to six to eight weeks before I felt anywhere near normal. Now put it into context. I did that on a Sunday two weeks before we flew out to Atlanta. By the time we got to the week of us leaving, I'd had two chiropractic appointments and I'd done DP over various forms of starting to right through to getting back to my old self and extreme stuff. By the time we landed in Atlanta, I was almost 100%. I was probably about 97%. I'm sitting here now talking to you. After being there for a week, flying back, had another chiropractic adjustment two days ago, I'm 100%. So the recovery wow. time has been hard, just because wow. I'm stretching, I'm realigning, I'm having the knowledge to ice my own body, I've got the knowledge to go and see someone who's going to realign as well, I'm doing a program that's based around chiropractic realignment as well as injury rehabilitation. So, mm-hmm. you know, anyone who says they suffer with lower back problems and they come to me and say, I do, I've got a low back issue, is this going to be good for me? my instant answer is well it was created for that reason mm-hmm. there's, there's no other reason this was created it was purely based on dialysis herniated discs in his lower back yeah <clears throat> so, and, it, and it yeah. just things were added to it over time to to mm-hmm. keep it going in, in his t- training regimen yep yeah i remember the, a couple winters ago i'm for, uh, you know, I, even as a big guy, I was my, my my can opener, my position there, I was able yep. to get down so low and lay completely flat, and I'm I'm that's one thing I've always been able to do really well. And but I didn't at first. I kind of trained myself to go and I can get really deep in it. Couple uh, you know, last a couple winter, I think it was last winter, I was uh, walking you know to get the mail and I was kind of shuffling you know across the across the way because there was a car coming going to get out of the way, and I took a spill and my knee and bent inward that in all reality I should have torn every single muscle in that knee and yep. the fact that I had done can openers so much and stretched those out well I, I kind of hit and it was kind of abrupt and kind of you know harsh a little bit my knee kind of was able to you know it was used to being in that position to the point where I didn't get seriously injured doing that and it's a bloody miracle because anybody else that I know or me previously would have torn every single muscle in that knee but that's what it's about it's about stretching those muscles so you can you know kind of absorb that kind of you know stretch and and uh without tearing everything and that's vital for an athlete whether it be a football player or a basketball player because i'm sure you watch uh you've seen the nfl or you know over where you are uh the real football shall we say um but like <laughs> but you see uh you know the way they fall and the way they land, you know, so many of those guys are having injuries that can be prevented by just making sure that flexibility is is on point. You know, it changes the yeah. game. Oh, legitimately, if, if if half the people that play professional sports did, let's say, any kind of flexibility-based workout, there'd be half the amount of injuries. You know, because a mm-hmm. lot of them are based on just simple, you know, you, you tore a hamstring because it wasn't stretched in the right way. It wasn't mm. flexible enough to do what you're doing. 
you took a fall while you're playing soccer because you you knee turned inwards and you didn't have the surrounding stability of that knee to actually support all the ligaments on the inside so you tore your ACL and your MCL and, and meniscus tear. You know, it's it's not nice to think that people do these injuries and they happen, but there is an upside to it in the fact that if they did this, their chances would come down, the percentage would lower as to how much they had a chance of doing that to themselves in the first place. Yeah. And let me give DDP a little credit here too, because, and I know it's not yep. yoga, it's DDP yoga, it's DDP yoga, and we have to clarify that, but it has the word yoga in there. Five, six, seven yeah. years ago, would an athlete be open about doing something called DDP yoga? He has really changed the perception of the word within our program to the point where mm-hmm. athletes will tell you that they do DDP yoga before people would look at him like you do the yoga thing. Like it's he's really made it. Uh, embraceable for, for uh, the legitimate athlete when sometimes it was yeah. kind of known as like a fringe kind of like a, a chick word for like you know uh, kind of like hippies and new age people like he's really made it to the point where guys no longer have problems saying that word not even just the DDP yoga thing but it's you know they're more open to that kind of uh, flexibility based workout instead of just the ultimate like you know lift and, and jerk and squat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's changed it completely. Uh, you're talking to a convert anyway, because I, again, I was in a similar situation. So many people told me I should do yoga. You know, going back historically, it was always mentioned by physiotherapist when I was having trouble with my neck back in 2009 was telling me I should take up swimming because it's no impact and yoga to build my flexibility and I said I'll do the swimming part but that's about as far as it's going to go <laughs> so yeah it's DDP yoga made it accessible for people like again give Dallas credit for the quote people who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga people who don't want to use the yoga word in their life it's made mm-hmm. it accessible for those people I mean, how how many people were brought on board just because of the, um, uh, you know, all the stories about Goldust and Jericho and 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 everyone else mm-hmm. doing, uh, you know, being featured that, that they did the workouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the Jericho convert. He was he was the one that talked about it for me. He came back on that Royal Rumble in 2013 and just tweeted nonstop about BBD yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the and, you know. Now, celebrity endorsements aren't everything in the game, but when you see somebody like Chris Jericho who's going out there and owning it every week, he's 40-something years old, looks in amazing condition, and he goes on and tells you, this is how I've done it, that's a a valuable, valuable thing for for all of us and for the company, and it it legitimizes us a little bit. And, you know, we, we, we feel like, okay, well, he's doing it and he's at the top of his game and I'm doing what he's doing. So you feel kind of a sense of like, you know, I'm on the right track and seeing someone like him and, you know, we can't put aside gold dust, gold dust. That guy changed his life around the time he did the yoga. When you guys remember when he left, he had gained weight. He was in rough shape. He was an addict. He got off the junk. He, he got into the DDP yoga. He came back and was doing better matches and working better that he ever had in his career. And that's saying something, because he's been doing this for 20-something years. To be at the peak yeah. of your condition after all of his injuries and all of his problems, 
and he, he'll be the first one to tell you that DDP Yoga was a huge part of that uh, rehabilitation of his life. Yeah. yeah. The, the key point with Goldust was when he, he made the return, and I, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I'm pretty sure he, he'd been back for about two or three months, and then he did a moonsault from the top rope to the floor. And mm-hmm. it was one of those moves that you expect to see someone of Seth Rollins' age or, you know, Sami Zayn's age doing, you know, the under-30s guys. He did mm-hmm. that, pulled it off, made it look better than everybody else. And I believe it was even you, Mike, that probably went on Facebook at the time and said, I can't believe how much he's improved his game. That was probably one of the best moonsaults you could see. And, you know, it's all thanks to doing this program because... That's what got him back in shape in the first place. To be able to pull things like that off, and he still depends on it. I was, uh, like I said, I was at the, the NWA thing this week, and I, uh, I was sitting next to at the bar. I was sitting next to Teal, uh, Dusty's daughter, Teal, uh, and Dustin's, because Dusty was being honored at that weekend's event, and she was there with her mother. And I had a great conversation with her about the Dustin and DDP Yoga, and you know, she she does the program, and she she loves Dallas and everything too and we're just sitting there at the bar having a drink drinking dinner with some people and she's telling us that Dustin he refuses to like he refuses to go without it like he'll he'll schedule his day around making sure he gets it in because that's his life force at his age in that kind of business it's just it's a necessity yeah Yeah, Ryback was the same way Uh, Ryback before we had the app available uh, you know he we actually, I, I set up like a personal page with the videos on strictly for him. And there was actually, I think we did it for Jericho too, but, you know, they had like special pages on the website that they would go to so they could do the the, the workouts from anywhere. And it's just defying stereotypes. You look at Ryback, would you guess that he'd be doing something called DDP yoga? Yeah. <laughs> you look, he yeah. looks like he'd eat somebody who did DDP yoga. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like that guy is huge, but it's just one of those things that it's so. And, and the thing is, it's it's defined the stereotype too of this lanky, skinny guy, like just you know, new age guy. Which you know, there's people who do it that do look like that. But you can also look like an athlete, and you can have the muscle mass, and still be able to rely on flexibility. You know, DDP Yoga is a standalone workout, but it also is a great accompaniment to when other people do other workouts, and it makes the recovery time from that, you know, so much quicker. And a lot of people use it alone and a lot of people use it you know combined with other things and that's the thing about it. it's so yeah. interchangeable and, and it's so uh, adaptable to your life I use that as a selling point for the classes because again a lot of people come to you and say I, I want to do this but I do I run or I do weightlifting or I want to do this I want to do DDP yoga but I also want to go and do CrossFit or something else on the side and I say Exactly the same thing. It, you can do DDP yoga twice a week to get your flexibility and help rehab any injuries and still do your other stuff on the same time. It's not a problem if you want to go and do your heavy weights four days a week. Just make sure you come in and do this a couple of times a week. Maybe once with me in a class, maybe once on the app. However you want to do it, get some of this in. You don't all have to be like me. I'm a DDP yoga standalone guy. That's all I'll do now. You know, my injuries are enough that I, I don't think I can lift anymore. I say I don't think because I haven't tried since I tore my bicep after I blew my neck. 
I said, that's it, I'm done. But you don't have to be that guy. There are people that get back into other fitness things. Liz Collins is a prime example of someone who got into this and then started running on the back of this and ended up doing the marathon and achieving great goals like that. And there's an endless list of people that have used DDP yoga to recover from whatever got them here in the first place and go back to what they were doing or wanting to do originally and still keeping DDP yoga. So it does, it works hand in hand with everything. Yes, um, absolutely. And very well said. And, you know, I know you've got a lot, a lot of people in the eclectic group of people who do your class and, and it's the great thing is, is, is this, this program kind of uh, defies demographics and, and categories. We have 600-pound people doing it. We have 120-pound people doing it and everything in between, you know, old, young. They just had that program of uh, that uh, video up the other day of uh, – oh, I can't think of his name. Um, Ted. Ted, Ted, yes. Evans. I'm sorry. Yes. yes, I've seen him. He's been around forever, you know. He was, mm-hmm. uh, Robert, he was in the original YRG videos, right? No, not the originals. That's actually um, uh, when he met Dallas was when Dallas was filming the original ones. I don't think he was in them. There was some filming oh, he, that, that yeah, Dallas did a video. There was a video, like a push-up challenge. And this was, yeah. you know, so Ted was, I'm going to say, right around 70 years old. And Ted almost mm-hmm. beat Dallas. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, that's and that's what that just, you know, he, it sounds like a so like you know a cliche tagline to throw at the end at the bottom of the DVDs. Anyone can do this, but there's not like there's there's no uh, contradicting that because we have everyone doing this and we cover yeah, so many uh, demographics well, and you've got every everyone from Ted Evans to uh, Zach Gowan. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you know Slim, who we don't hear from very much anymore, but he's still killing it. He's just kind of hit the background a little bit. He's, he's kind of moved on to his life in Colorado, but he's still doing it. He was 600-something pounds when he started. And then we have, you know, elite athletes doing it. It's it's really great. And, you know, it sounds like a, like an infomercial here, but the only reason we talk about this show, you know, on this show is, you know, not because, you know, Dallas is sitting over here with a, with a bullwhip because every single one of us here does it. And, you know, you can't argue with, with the success rate. And we see those videos pop up on Facebook every couple of days. And, you know, and people genuinely have success with it. And it's changed a lot of lives. And a big part of that life change has been, you know, um, and he's going to hate me for this because, you know, he hates that he put over. But, Robert, you've dealt with so many people throughout this, you know, the, the past, you know, six years on this show, plus your work on the side. And you've been that constant kind of, you know, when anyone needs guidance or questions, they hit you up and, you know, on your off time, you're helping people. And you've been on the Team DDP Yoga site forever, just responding to messages. And you're as uh, equally a part of this uh, important part of this program's evolution as Dallas is and everyone else. So uh, we're going to miss you having on on the show every week, but you're going to come back uh, pretty regularly because I can't quit you. Yes, well, I'm, I'm sure you guys will be. That was so disturbing, but I'm sure that you guys was, will that be. That was really worrying. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I'll never ever ever come back because of that. But you know, That's I mean, right. yeah, I you guys. Address anyways. Yeah, yeah. You probably have it. Yeah, you're probably outside in the bushes right now. Um, no, I think you guys will be fine. Oh, yeah, well, we I, appreciate I, it, man. I just, I just worry. Mike's in control. I'll always worry. 
you know, at least with Robert in control. You're the first dude I ever really dealt with. I mean, when I ordered my program back into the one that responded to my email going, yes, we shipped to the UK. And, you know, like that name, Robert, Robert, it comes up everywhere. And I don't think people realize that you're the same guy. When you see an email that says Robert MC or you see it on Facebook, Robert MC, or you hear the guy's voice on this show, it's the same one. There aren't three or four of them. It's the same one. Yeah, yeah, we only have one. Yeah. So if I if uh, Robert answers your ticket or or you know responds to your email or whatever, it's it's me. So it's, it's you. We, we've 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 got seventeen guys named Robert MC that's stationed overseas that we've outsourced all the work to. Just yeah. to <laughs> yes. I like uh, that idea actually. And, and, yeah, but they're still not as effective as the real Robert. <laughs> Well, will the real Robert McLaren please stand up? <laughs> um, no, but yeah. thank you, brother. And, uh, you know, we'll check back in soon. And, uh, you know, this means I'm not going to have my weekly Wednesday night Robert chat, so I'm just going to have to bother you during the week now. So, Yeah, yeah. So I, I did I did change my phone number. So, be you know. <laughs> uh, first the restraining order, now the phone number. You're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but he's, that's he's really besides the point. <laughs> all right guys uh well that's about that time again uh we wish robert mclaren all the best in his future endeavors uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, i've robert. waited uh, my entire life to be future endeavored <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right well until on that note uh ddb radio wednesday night 9 p.m we'll be back with a brand new episode stacy should be back with us and uh robert send us off Oh, Jesus, you could have at least prepared me for that. Uh, no, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah, no, no. I'm trying to remember how we used to 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 to, to, to send it off was when Sparky was in the mix. But, you know, everyone have a great week and always keep it going. All right. Awesome. Good enough? Yes. Okay. And, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Th- thank you, man. And, uh, don't forget to check out Robert's uh, and Stevie Richards' uh, show online. And, Robert, real quick before we go, just put yeah. over that page you started because that's really cool. Uh, there's a new paranormal page that you guys just put together, and it's got some really funky, cool stuff on there. Yeah, that, that we, I, I actually added some content last night. It's called uh, Artemis, which is short for uh, Robert Anonymous. It's like R-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Uh, we've got you know paranormal stories and ghost, ghost pictures and all kinds of cool stuff like that on it. Uh, you can find it on YouTube or on Facebook. All right. Well, yeah, check it out. Very cool stuff, and uh, that stuff fascinates me, so uh, I enjoy that. But thank you, Robert. Uh, thank you, Hayden. And uh, until next week. Thanks, Mike. We'll I'll be see back. you next week. Yep. See you guys. Take All care, right, guys. Bye. Bye. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a pre- Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.